What a wonderful clap! Yeah, so we're all agreed that I'm. Yes. Are you okay? You good? Yeah, I was doing the. Louis you in a good mood today, Max? I was doing Louis Armstrong voice. I'm excited to podcast yes. with my friends. Me too. Is that? So- I also got a new doggy, so I have energy from that. Oh, that's just great. fuck is up, Julius? Welcome to Pod of Greed, the 56th highest ranked podcast in the Apple Podcast Chomp Comedy Chart of the country of Vietnam and the 249th highest ranked podcast in the Apple Podcast Comedy Chart of the country of Sweden and the number one podcast in our hearts and in Kaiba Corp legal documents. Hi, I'm Sarah, aka Whitehall Wasted. Ha! <laughs> I'm Max, and I use polymerization to combine Ultimate D and White Hole to form Gimmick Puppet Terror Baby. I'm Dan, aka the Big White Cuckhole. <laughs> <laughs> so we kind of all sort of gravitated. Ironically enough, we gravitated towards the thing that pushes you back. Interesting. I'm wondering if we all uh, collectively thought that like the D was too low-hanging fruit and didn't want to grab onto it. I mean, I grabbed onto both the D and the hole, so... That's fair. Yeah, you can grab both. You can, gra- you can, grab, you can grab both. <laughs> That's the lesson of the day. That's what being bisexual is, and I do it every day of my life. <laughs> God gave you two hands, so you can grab the D and the hole. <laughs> Hey, the secrets uh, of bisexuality unlocked on Pond of Creed <laughs> by Yu Gi Oh! This is what they listen to us for. Hey, okay, but most importantly, can you believe that we're the 56th highest ranked podcast in the Apple Podcasts comedy okay. chart of the Im- country of Vietnam? Important thing you're leaving out, Sarah. That is the 50. Yeah. We're ranked 56th, but we're down 16. So at one point in time, we were the 40 highest ranked podcast in the Apple Comedy Podcast charts of Vietnam. <laughs> So we're world fucking famous. We are world. Well, okay, no, we're Vietnam fucking famous. We're world famous because we're in two countries. We're also in Sweden. We're international, baby. We are international duelists of mystery. We're Mister Worldwide collectively. Dale. Worldwide, worldwide collective of the two hundred forty-nine and above highest ranked <laughs> podcasts in the Apple Podcasts comedy chart. It's a very exclusive club. If you're listening, you probably aren't even in it. Yeah, and especially if you're listening and you live in Vietnam, can you please give us a ranking and listen to us more and tell all your Vietnamese friends to download us so that we could get yeah. to back up to forty. If we, what if you, we get, look, I, this is a promise for me personally, and if no one else is on board, I will fill this myself. If we <laughs> hit number one on the Apple Podcast Comedy Charts in the country of Vietnam, we will do a giveaway of some sort. I don't know we if it'll be like a Yu-Gi-Oh something. Funko Pop or something. You have we'll figure to be it Vietnamese. Out. You do have to be a Vietnamese to receive this gift. Yeah, that's very or important. at least live in Vietnam. I mean, or you know what? If you if you get us to the number one Apple Podcast comedy charts in America, we'll send you something. If you're American, it has to be yet to be in the country that's number one. That's the important thing here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just like oh, we hit number one in Vietnam. We'll just do a giveaway to all our listeners. Nope. No, no, no. We have to we have to thank the ones who got us here. They deserve it. They deserve we can, it. We can send like a little gift to the, you know, the Kaiba Corp embassy of Vietnam. Because I'm assuming Seto Kaiba has like an embassy in every like major. Well, he country. used to be in a military industrial complex, so he literally does. Yeah. 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 
Um, These sure were some episodes, huh? The, hey, I think what happened was they forgot that plot had to happen, and we are, as of finishing these two episodes, six episodes away from the season two finale, they're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. We gotta got, backload this. They gotta make the <laughs> plot happen. Uh, and boy, have they. Boy, have they. A lot of holes, a lot of Ds, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of stuff, huh? Do you think this was the plot hole? I think this might have been the plot hole, Sarah. Thank you so much. Thank you. I put a hole in the plot. Um, Pussy is sarcophagus as whole as the plot. Uh-huh. We watched uh, this Hello Listeners. Welcome to Pot of Greed, the 56th house works for Vietnam. This week we watched uh, In the Sub, episode 97, he appears, the mysterious world chump. Uh, season two, episode forty-five, the dark light. Those that's uh, the dark oxymoron. light rises. The, d- <laughs> the dark light does sound like some sort of a uh, superhero movie. Belafarce novel. It's- <laughs> oh fuck! It is. It is. Fuck. Uh, be on the lookout for Dark Spell by Arabella Woods in the. Oh my god! I'm so excited. Uh. So, we open with Aster beating a guy in a duel, and then forcibly searching his deck for, uh... The D? Yes, the D. He's looking for the D. He's he's textually searching for the D. The legendary card that his father did not give him. That was stolen from him. Sorry. Dan, so (laughs) what is this card called in the dub? Wait, 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 wait. Uh, we don't get that until way later. Yeah, well, we get I we get it in the sub like immediately. No, we don't. Right? I, no, we don't. I feel like we at least get like a name, a general. Oh, that, okay, name no, that's what you're, yes, that's what you're going for. Yes. Uh, I can't remember. I'm not sure if I w- wrote it down, but it's like the Destiny Force card or something like that. Hmm, that ain't it, Chief. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you please, Sarah. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna get any like less funny throughout this episode because it's called the ultimate D. It's called the ultimate D. <laughs> and he says he is searching for the ultimate D, and he keeps saying this, and, and they keep talking about the ultimate D. And he now, will beat off as many guys as it takes to find the ultimate D. Now, <laughs> listeners, I know what you're thinking. Oh, four kids made it sound less like a sex joke. Don't worry, the D is still present. It just take manifests in a new way. Yeah, it it, it it the D takes any form it needs to, or it is the ultimate D. It's um, uh, four kids' long running performance art piece. The D is present. Uh, um, hey, Pegasus is here. He, yeah, Pegasus is also present. Yeah, he's meeting up with Commander Shepard uh, to talk about the specifically other way around. Shepard goes to Industrial yeah. Illusions to talk about the Gen X tournament. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's why he's not on the island and why yeah. they can steal his TV. This explains so much. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's Pegasus, dad's out of town. Pegasus also mentions that he needed to meet with Shepard directly because uh, the website was down. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what website? What website? I is, dual, website? I, is it dual.edu? <laughs> I assume dualacademy.edu. <laughs> so, like, he was trying to email Shepard, and he said, Shepard isn't answering my emails? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, so, we specifically learned here that Pegasus is the one who, like, had the idea to hold this whole tournament, because he's the one who wants to find the ultimate D. The ultimate D. Yeah. The, yeah, Pegasus, and Pegasus, you're already married to Croquet. Um, but 
Pegasus uh, has two learned... hands, okay? One for home. One for, uh, we learned one later for on. Croquet and one for cards. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking hell. Which of those is the hole and which is the D? We'll never know. You decide. Uh, like specifically because the ultimate D oh, was no. the ultimate D was stolen from Industrial Illusion, so he's the one. He's gonna get it back. Uh, and then he says, "I I feel like I say this phrase every other week, but Pegasus mm-hmm. says the most batshit insane thing I've ever heard anyone in Yu-Gi-Oh say before." Mm-hmm. He gives the most unhinged lore dump I've ever fucking heard. Oh boy! Jesse. I mean, maybe maybe at this point we should just start adding the tag yet to everything. Every time yeah, we say that, there, because it, there's a big neon asterisk floating behind us whenever we say the, a superlative, because it's only getting better from here, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I want to so we yeah, give, give us give us <laughs> D go up. Uh, what is the dub lore of this Dan? So, uh, he has a science team. Uh, and they yeah have their name their, their their names are Benry uh no Benry's on science team fuck I fucked the joke up already never mind keep going yeah he got Doctor Coomer Tommy and uh Bubby to like research for him uh mm-hmm. and they found that they have found a white hole uh <laughs> you see you know black holes which suck things in uh white holes uh-huh. send things out. Why why holds blow things out? Yeah. Uh, It's been emanating light energy across the universe and has tipped the balance of light and dark. Uh, This this white hole is tied to the destiny card and is believed to have formed around the same time the card was created. He then says that dictators, warlords, uh... World-changing events have always happened because of white holes sending out energy. Uh, <laughs> fucking white holes. <laughs> like, I'm gonna have he so show- much trouble getting through this episode. He, like, shows <laughs> this infograph, and it's, it's got, like, pictures of, like, guys going to war and, like, a desert to show examples of how the world changes because of the white energy. Uh, God. It really is true. Um... Pretty accurate, the, though. It, it, yeah, it's pretty much the same in the sub. Um, you know, he says... The, there's, like, a little sort of unique spin where he says, like, oh, hundreds of millions of years ago, a white hole emitted all this energy. And, like, then sort of elaborates and says that the light sort of finally reached Earth about ten years ago and was responsible for all this shit. Like, ten years ago, there was, like, an increase in the amount of wars and dictators and bad stuff happening and that's that montage happens mm-hmm. like specifically that the light reached earth 10 years ago yeah I, I i think like he calls it the light of destruction and that's kind of the term it takes on uh from mm-hmm. this point forward and yeah like the ultimate d has been absorbing power from the white hole uh, <laughs> he, he talks about how we know this is possible because we've seen this happen with the god cards we've seen this happen with the fiend cards um and yeah, literally, it's like they lo- they watched this or they played Assassin's Creed. Actually, shit, did this come out before Assassin's Creed did? I think uh, Assassin's, Cre- Assassin's Creed saw that Yu-Gi-Oh did the whole me, thing of like, ah, evil light of destruction has caused all of humanity's problems, and me, Assassin's Creed is like, actually, it was the Templars. I'm going to check the Yu-Gi-Oh with you. To see I want to say that. Assassin's Creed is 2007. Yeah, that's- I don't know because I think in the sub the the white hole light. 
was only responsible for all of humanity's problems from 10 years ago? No, no. He he says it's been happening throughout history, but the most recent one was 10 years ago, uh, which coincides with when Edo's father was fucking killed and, oh. and the ultimate D was absorbing power from the white hole. Yes. Uh, it's never it's never gonna fucking get old. Just... Okay, uh so I am checking the Japanese air dates for this and the sub the dub air dates. Uh these episodes so this episode we're talking about aired in two thousand six in Japan and February thirteenth, two thousand seven in okay. the West. Mm-hmm. So therefore they got their idea from this. Mm-hmm. Confirmed. Yeah, if you, if nothing is true. Everything is forbidden. Ultimate D White Hole, etc. Ultimate D White Hole, etc. Is really just kind of going to be the episode title, huh? Yeah, probably. Um, that's just what that. That's the joke. That's that's it. We're very mature. Um, so yeah, basically, yeah. Pegasus gives a TED talk about how weird light is responsible for all this. I, I specifically noticed that he's got this click remote thing, yeah. and it looks like a little coffin, and I couldn't stop looking at it. Very good. Love that. It's He's nice. He has the fucking style. Uh, he mentions, Pegasus mentions to Samajima that like he thinks Edo might have the ultimate D, uh, because Pe- Pegasus is like, yeah, he's a card hunter, and Samajima's like, no, 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 he needs to defeat his father's killer. Uh, and then I, either Pegasus or Samajima says, that's what it means to be a man, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? You can't just say things. Words have meaning. But, listen, Pegasus has always just been saying things. Yeah, fucking true. Uh, my next note then say, Edo has taken out ten dudes in one spot and still has no ultimate D. <laughs> yeah, very sad. Very, very sad. I hate to see it. Um, What? So, there's a bunch of stuff about something called the Root of Fear, which very much confused me. I don't remember anything about that. What oh, the fuck is he talking about? That, that's also the Light of Destruction. It's okay. like destruction causes fear and hatred causes anger and suffering and uh, Anakin joins the dark side. The end. Okay. Yeah, great. I see. Yeah. Uh, it's White is wrong is what you gotta know. Great. Um, Love that. So, excuse me if I've missed and you said this already, but like, uh, he mentions that whoever holds the card is controlled by the light. Oh, uh, that's important too, yes. Uh, and... Uh, they mention, uh, let's see, uh, so there's, like, and also Sartorius is being controlled by the light. Uh, Mm -hmm. we get, like, a flashback to the Serena duel, where she's, like, explaining this to Aster, and Mm -hmm. Aster is trying to, like, confront Sartorius, try to, Mm -hmm. because he thinks he's got the, the famous card, but- He thinks Sayo has the ultimate D. Yes. Uh, but the whites force him out. Uh, it's a whites-only dorm. And then we oh, cut no. to Jaden and Tyranno watching TV in Shepard's office. Uh, fuck! Hi, what the fuck? Was white holes? Are you back? Hello? I think I'm back. I hope I'm back. Okay. I've, I've lowered the bitrate of the recording, boys. Okay. You're, you've lowered the bitrate, but our own, our own bits quality has only gone up. Uh, uh-huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Listen, we can't talk about we can't white hole forever, so we have to talk about the, the fact that while the principal is away, Judai and Kenzan broke into his office so that they could watch cartoons on his big TV. Yeah, on they're watching TV. They're watching anime, and four kids decided not to edit out the Japanese audio, 
of this thing they're watching. So they're, like, textually watching anime. Yes. Incredible. Huh. I love that. Much to think about. Um, I do. Honestly, I love the little fox anime. That I yeah, want to know more about this. I want to watch, watch this it. Anime. His name's Naruto. His name? Okay, yes, yeah. Obviously. <laughs> uh, and Kurona Sinopoi er, and Apollon are like, hey, you, you can't fucking be here. And Judah's like, no, it's okay. Like the, the Red Dorms TVs are too small to watch the ultimate world title match. Yeah. Uh, this is insane. They get to watch the title match for dual, I guess, the title of Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, oh, yeah, I guess. That, that, that's what that is, huh? New Yu-Gi-Oh in time. And just dropped. Uh, we get to see uh, who uh, the defending the defending champion is. Uh, his name is the D. Mm. That's regrettably That's... regrettably it's better than what we got. Yeah, because we just we just have DD. He's he's DD, which is funny in itself, but like it's not the D, is it? It's not the D. The D is Aster's legal guardian. Uh, That's right. They call him his stepfather. Uh, His real dad went missing a long time ago. Uh, That's dead. (laughs) And and the D is reign supreme. Uh, We even get like a flashback uh, to Aster and the D meeting. Uh, Aster says, hey, you're Kyle Jables, the greatest duelist in the world. And he says... Kyle Jables? And he then says, no... That's not correct. I legally changed my name to The D. Wait, no. is he a fucking Tenacious D reference? I- is uh, he? Kyle Gass and Jack Black and they call him Jables in the fucking movie. What the fuck? What the Never fuck? Never seen that movie, oh my god. Hold on, hold on. No, we're doing fucking field research. Yu-Gi-Oh! Go for it. DD. Tell me the what facts. What the fuck? What uh, the fuck? Tenacious D. What the fuck? Jables. You can't just you can't make this up. You can't. 2006 tr- film. The dub the came fuck? out in 2007. Oh the my fuck? god. D- it's a pun of the band members' names. The band their names Kyle Gas and Jack Black at hey, Jables, which can be further suggested with the fact that his key card's Japanese name and with the D, much like the band. What the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> we can only we hey you know what. Using the information at hand, we can extrapolate that the D is the dick of destiny. <laughs> Alright. Can that be the episode title? Yes. Jesus. Oh, by the way. Um, Holy shit. Yeah. What the fuck? <sighs> they can't Literally, keep getting away with this. Edo Phoenix is on a quest to find the dick of destiny. Shh. Look me in the eyes and tell me GX isn't better than Duel Monsters. <laughs> Is Duel Monsters <sighs> making fucking Tenacious D references? It's just a bit. The whole fucking show's a bit. The fucking Good. show's a bit. Um, like, I do start chilling and, yeah, you know, uh, DD plays the card and and, and says, uh, are you, be you gods? And Ito says, no, uh, we are but men. Rock. Um, that's that's all I got, really. Yeah. I've never seen the movie. No, I've only ever seen the fucking like YouTube clips of the songs themselves. Yeah. <laughs> uh, regardless, um, I, my DD looks really, really normal, and he definitely didn't murder Edo's dad. Yeah, like whenever we see, like okay, well we get the 
Kenson ch- turns on the world championship championship. Ch- Kenson turns on the world championship finals, and we just, they start talking about like Didi, and then we get like a flashback to Didi himself, and he looks really boring. He looks like fucking Clark Kent. This yeah. is like incredibly boring. I literally boring wrote he looks like Clark Kent. He does look like Clark Kent. He literally he looks like Clark Kent from the animated yeah. show from the early two thousands. Literally, the only like iteration of Superman that I've ever seen. <laughs> no regrets. No, but no like, regrets. And then at some point, maybe it's like in a second flashback glitter that, or like we cut back to present day and we see him and like he's having a, like a mirror argument with his like sort of mirror self who looks like like a weird version of Gendo Ikari. Uh huh. Yeah. They're both just kind of boring, look, for Yu Gi Oh standards, very boring looking men. Yes. I, that's the thing. Like he looks a little more twisted in modern day with his little chin strap, and then you know he gets Wolverine hair later on. But like, it, I, it's just I, it's very strange. And I guess that like the light of destruction just like gives you a Joker half. Yeah, because same thing happened with Sayo. Yeah. But regardless, the we Joker learn... half is technically the light itself. Uh, that's true. I, you know, you know, with, with Sayo, well, okay, with, with Didi, we see that the light of Descru- destruction gives him a Joker half and like makes his hair all fucked up and his face all twisted and crazy. But like, there was nothing that li- the light of destruction could do to make Sayo look any more fucked. Yeah, like it, it fucking tried, but like you, you can't, you can't tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, the light of Descru- destruction looked at Sayo and said, mm, "Can't improve in perfection." <laughs> uh. In, in like the sort of modern day, uh, you know, he, he does. She talks to his Joker half, and he freaks out, and he like punches the glass table and the briefcase that's on the table, and like his Joker half is taken over, and he's going to use the ultimate D, or he's going to use his ultimate card, which we can only assume is the ultimate D because they forgot to talk about it until now. Um, yeah, because like the the reason that he's having a mirror argument with his like Gendouikari self is because like he's trying to not reach for the briefcase and take the card, mm-hmm. but then he gets like he he gets possessed and does it and stuff. Happens to the best of us. <sighs> very sad. Um, you know, sometimes the white hole just takes you. Yeah, very, you hate to see it. And we learn that his opponent, his challenger for the finals, is like. His name is Dr. Collector, yeah. a man oh, with a 200 IQ who has done terrible crimes and helps the FBI from prison. Yeah. This is, this, like, this match is, he's just, he's a heel wrestler. And, like, the crowd is booing him. And, I like, know. he has a whole backstory and, like, dude. fucking intro music. And this, like, this is just wrestling. Like, the Yu-Gi-Oh! verse, like, this is wrestling for the Yu-Gi-Oh! verse. I'm pretty sure they don't have wrestling because they just have dual monsters. The, exactly, yeah. It's yeah. Like dual monsters with kayfabe. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, they duel. Yeah. Yeah, I I have very few notes about this duel because while it was, like, playing, I was finding out that we are the 56th highest ranked podcast in the Apple Podcast comedy chart of Vietnam, and so I wasn't paying attention to the duel. I was kind of just dealing with that. Right. Literally, all you need to know is that Dr. Collector forms a perfect lock. He do- plays this card that, like, banishes cards that you would discard, and he uses a card to summon all your banished cards, and he has, like... All these really powerful spellcasters, and like one of their one of their effects is that you can't attack other spellcasters when it's on the field. So his whole field is spellcasters, so you, he can't be attacked. He's like, oh, I'm gonna win. Uh, yeah. And then DD literally is like, God. So he he gets a stinky aura. His eyes glow mm-hmm. red, mm-hmm. and he's like, logic, facts, reason, skills. Nah. The only secret to success is to sell it's your to soul be. to the devil. He does <laughs> the, not say that. <laughs> oh, I bet I not. Mean, <laughs> Presumably, in the sub, D does stand for devil. 
Uh, uh yeah, probably. I, I mean, it stands for destiny. I think it stands for destiny. If you rearrange letters in double, it spells out destiny. Not many know this. Uh, We're finding out all the secrets in this episode. But yeah, he uses his ultimate card, and it's so powerful that the TV turns to static. Mm. And then, like, Aster, very worried about his dad, is calling him, and we see uh, the D answer the phone, and the arena is in ruins. The Kaiba Dome has been destroyed. Rest yeah, in peace. Yeah, it's the Kaiba Dome. I didn't realize it was the Kaiba Dome until, like, next episode. Until you I'm cut so out, yeah. Sad. Oh, yeah, he's, they straight up say it's the Kaiba Dome, like, before, like, the duel starts. Oh. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Um, Rip there's a, a real one. Yeah, there's a really important bit in the sub that uh, Four Kids doesn't really uh, try and tackle, considering it's a tacit admission that a force of evil so powerful as the devil exists. Regardless, <laughs> um, Doctor Collector's like, "What are you talking about? Like, like you know, I'm not going to sell my soul to the devil." And fucking Dee Dee is like, "I don't mean a metaphor. I mean a, a literal devil." And like. He gets his fucking, like, Haman Karn nasty new type aura, and then, like, he summons <laughs> the ultimate D and the TV cuts out. So he... He killed this man. He did kill no, this he man. he very much did kill this man, because, like, in the sub, whenever, like, Edo calls DD to be like, oh my god, what happened with the duel? Like, the TV cut out? Um, so, like... DD just says, like, Dr. Collector is mm-hmm. dead. He can't come to the phone right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Aster's, like, learning this from the D. Uh, at this point, he's, like, on the boat where DD is right now. Yeah. He, like, sailed there at night to meet with him in person. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, uh, we established that the dark side is known as an entity known as Dark Light. Uh, mm. uh, By Bella Forest. Uh, he... <laughs> uh, he asks, like, what the deal is. Uh, the D set... Well, Darklight says he will see his father, and that he has the card. The card that was stolen. This man killed Aster's dad. Yeah. My name is Edo Phoenix. You killed my father. Prepare to die. And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's the end of the episode, yeah. Yeah, last thing I want to note is I did, I, did, I did write down a specific quote. Uh, mm-hmm. As Dr. Collector is trying to hold out before the uh, DD kills him. Uh, he does say common sense doesn't apply against the ultimate D. <laughs> so just I thought I'd thought I'd add that. Uh, good stuff, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, you wanna cleanse our palate by getting our game on for a minute? <laughs> yes. I I need to like not talk about the D for like ten minutes of my life. Uh-huh. <laughs> Please can we get our game on? Okay. Let's get our game on! Sarah. Get our D's off and get our games on. Get our D's um, nuts. D's nuts. Um, I haven't really been playing much video game. You know, I'll wake up and I'll like try and collect like one Korok scene, but mostly it's because I wake up and then I'm straight to the studio because me and uh, my flatmate Kristen are making some cosplays to go to MCM London in, ne- not next week, but like in two weeks time, but basically next week because I'm busy this week and can't do any costuming so we're just i'm just very busy making cosplays and it's very fun and exciting that's what i've been doing thank you very much i'm so proud of you you're welcome dan oh yes. and I, we are uh, making uh, appropriately enough i am making 
D Luke from Genshin Impact, a game I have never played, a character I know nothing about, but Christian was like, you should cosplay this person, and I said, okay. I mean, the biggest, the most powerful energy is like cosplaying character you don't know anything about, so that's just like, that that's good right there. Love that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Christian tells me he has no sense of humor and that I'm not allowed to smile in photos, and I say, okay. <laughs> Go off, I guess. I know. Well. Oh, I'm yeah. also I'm also the day after I'm gonna be cosplaying Bruno Bacilati. Oh, the cosplay nice. that I made like oh. last year and then cons stopped happening so I couldn't wear it anywhere. Very good sad. Old, good old zipper man. Good old zipper man. One day we'll have yeah. to do a group cosplay. Uh anyways. Uh so I have been playing Yakuza five. Uh specifically the nice. remastered version on PC. Uh, I'm on part three, first half. Uh, this game's, this game's really fucking good. Um, I had a lot of emotions. I, uh, I, I got to be Kiryu for a while and got to drive a taxi and the taxi minigame is very good because it requires you to obey the rules of the road. You have to use your turn signals and obey the speed limit. Oh my god. Uh, then I got to be Saijima, and I got to go hunt. I got to escape from prison. I got to go hunting. Uh, I uh, and now I'm playing as Haruka, uh, and her version is basically a rhythm game instead of like traditional fights. I'm doing like rhythm game battles. Uh, I think they should let Haruka punch people, but also. This, I'm very interested, and I'm very worried, because this, this, uh, plot seems to be going right into talking about why idol culture is bad. Uh. Hmm, hell yeah. Uh, other than, I, I don't want to get into, like, spoiler stuff, so I'll just leave it at that. It's a very good game. Cool. Oh, yeah. Max, what have you been playing? <clears throat> yes. Hey, there's a fucking new Metroid game. Would you believe it? New Metroid? So, Nintendo has made another game in the wonderful... My favorite Nintendo franchise, I might add. Uh, Metroid, uh, Big Lady Samus is fucking back. She's here to kick ass. And I have not beaten uh, Metroid Dread yet. I'm close to the end. I think I only have like a couple more power-ups to go. But... Holy shit. They did a really good job. It really feels like Mercury Steam looked at all these like modern Metroidvanias that have come out in the last however long and kind of took as many useful mechanics that they could. Happy Weed Minute, by the way. Happy Weed uh, Minute. Took as many useful mechanics as they could. So like Samus has this really cool like invincibility dodge now. And like you get a double jump before you get like your space jump. Like it, it it's like it they kind of made getting power-ups and getting you know going being able to go to areas and discover things and secrets like more granular and like the map is so detailed you can see like if you encounter a block that say can only be destroyed by a power bomb that will be marked on your map so when you do get a power bomb you can go back and you can look at all the power bomb blocks that you've like been through on the map by like you know you just go to all the different screens be like oh this is there and there and there so it's like, as long as you're exploring, even if you don't have the item you need, the game will help you remember to go back there when you do have the item you need, which is, like, really, really cool. And despite all that, I'm still getting lost. Like, it, the map is big. It's not too big. It, it feels reasonably sized. Um, 
and they still do a really good job of hiding secrets and like you have to kind of do unexpected things you get the sort of like scan pulse that reveals hidden blocks way late in the game compared to when you got it in uh samus returns game's also hard as shit i have died so many times like there was one boss I was stuck on for like an hour because it would just kill me so fast. Like, and I have like, well, like mm. seven or eight energy tanks by now. And it still takes you out in like five or six hits. Like the game is difficult, but it feels like it scales well to the point where the game kind of really encourages you to, you know, seek out specifically energy tank uh, as well as missile expansions. But like, because the game gets hard, it's like, yeah, in previous Metroid games, you could really get by with only a couple energy tanks. And this, no, you gotta like, you really gotta get as much as you can in order to be able to survive and fight well it and oh god i'm just having a complete blast i'm gushing because i love metroid so much i really hope that they realize hey metroid's good again and like i hope metroid prime 4 is good even though i'm not really too optimistic about that one uh, regardless mm -hmm. metroid's good samus is good um play play game thank you i love you nice i have died every day playing video games thank you so at this moment in the podcast, we like to give a little shout out to our $10 patrons. And if you want to get shouted out here too, you can go ahead and uh, sign up to our Patreon. Uh, link to the episode. Give us money. Get the, give us $10 a month and you can join the esteemed ranks of Danielle Kalaskis, Eruviru, Jazz Dumpster, Nero Wyver. Pagliacci, Proto J, and Sarvis. Uh, Mwah. Thank you so much. We will we will give you kisses and we will never give you the D. That is a promise. Yeah, that is a promise. Well, uh, I'll give you the D if you if you subscribe to the Seto Kaiba tier, but nobody's doing that. So yeah, that's the, that that's like the that's, that's I think that's Listen, the max that, don't make that promise. as well. Yeah, don't no, make that promise. I think, okay. I, as far as I remember, it, all of that is just the max feet picks tier. Dark D's. Oh don't yeah, that die. is the max feet picks tier. That's right. We'll give um, you the F. We'll give you ooh. Or actually, F. if you can, if you if you if you joined fucking Gundam Discord like a few days ago, you would have got them for free. So. Yeah, I I don't have a sense of shame. Uh, uh -huh. But you do have a wonderful little puppy. And I have nice feet, if I may say so myself. He's not a puppy. Yeah. He's a five-year-old adult man. And you have a wonderful five-year-old adult man. He looks like a puppy, though. Anyway, next All up... All dogs are puppies. That's true. So so true, bestie. Um, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! GX episode 98. Activated at last, the ultimate D the card. The ultimate D card. It sure is. Uh, episode 46, Ultimate Destiny. Mm. Oh, that's what, that, that's what D means. Jeez, I've been wondering this whole time. Yeah. Well, it, means, it also means dick, so jot that down. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, this one starts out with Judo and Kenzon. They want to perform percussive maintenance on the TV, and Kronos and Napoleon hold them back, and, and they're like, modern televisions can't be repaired. Don't kick it, dude. <laughs> it's a cute I thing. love this. First of all, I love that um, Kronos, like, whenever he's restraining Kenzon, he says, you must desist. You, yeah. Um, which is just a good phrase, and then Napoleon just, like, being like, modern TVs cannot be repaired, like, Damn, I guess enforced obsolescence is just a big deal in huh. the in the Yu-Gi-Oh world. They, Thanks, Kaiba. They spin it a little different. They mainly focus on the fact that it belongs to their boss, and they they cannot risk uh, getting in trouble because uh, some kids wanted to wanted to uh, drop kick a TV to get it working again. <laughs> uh, 
I'm sure it would have worked. Uh, then we cut to the Kaiba Dome on fire. On fire. Ah. Rest in peace. Rip to a legend. (laughs) Rip to a real one. (laughs) I hope they rebuild it stronger, better, faster than ever before. We're gonna have to hold it. But nobody know what happens. I, yeah. Uh, what happens next is, uh, at night, uh, Aster and the D are talking. Uh, and, like, the the D is, like, talking about how this is all Aster's fault, because many years Damn, ago... What? It is. He's right. Yeah. Technically. Many years ago, what? uh, the D met a tiny Aster, and, uh, he found, like, a piece of paper with the card's design on it, uh, and tiny Aster tells him, that's, that's the design my dad made. He works for Industrial Illusions, that big building right over there. Damn, yeah, <laughs> this is Aster's fault, huh? Yeah. Live by the D, die by the D, what can you say? Yeah, and speaking of die by the D, um, <laughs> the DD immediately, like, you know, obviously that night, like, breaks into Edo's dad's office, um, to steal the card, like, Edo, does Edo's dad have a name? Uh, at all? his name's Mr. Edo's dad. Okay, yeah, so Mr. Edo's dad is, like, there, and he's like, no, get away from that card! And he's voiced by like, Sean Schemmel. Oh my god, Oh, yeah. Ojama Yellow, wonderful. <laughs> Sean Schemmel's most well-known role, Ojama Yellow. <laughs> um, so Edo's dad is like, uh, no, like, it's not because I don't want you to steal it, it's because the card is dangerous, you should get away from it right now! Ah! And then, like, Damn, what if a guy got, like, face-hugged by a card? Would that be fuck up or what? Oh, fucked up or what? It's, it's fucking, like, a chestburster card. It gets him. It's very cool. Card burster, even. Card uh, burster! Th- this is when the light of destruction uh, takes him over, and, you know, off-screen, he kills Edo's <laughs> father. We can only uh, interpret. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I've just seen what Elfier's president <laughs> <laughs> oh, something funny. In the Patreon's chat, Elvier's posted saddest short <laughs> story. Picture of puppy, human feet included. <laughs> that dog's got human feet. <laughs> Folks, we're good at content. I really like how Capone speaks this episode with like this is like the D. This is the best the episode we've done in a fucking while. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm losing all the fluids in my body. Uh, 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 so, so he kills him, and then he reveals to Edo. Didi does that. He only adopted him in order to like keep tabs on the police investigation of who killed his dad, so he knows when to fucking skip town when they get close to the truth. I know. God, that's some fucking death note. That, is, like, that is genuinely fucked. He up. also changed his yeah. name to the D to throw off the cops. <laughs> oh, did we mention like the jump scare where like the card grabs his face? Yeah, it, it's just like it's like the, the card burster. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> just making sure. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, they duel though. Yeah, they start dueling. Um, we get a we get a huh? The, the the duel of death. Yeah. Okay. What, duel of destiny. The, the duel of death. <laughs> Uh, um, Pot of Greed is played on the first turn. Yes. No. Well, it's no, shown, but no, not used. No. No. It is shown what? and tucked away at a later date. Does not count yet. 
Oh, sta- that, that explains firm. why I was so shocked that Pot of Greed was played like twice in the first turn. <laughs> okay. No, no, it, will... it, it like it's revealed, and then it's a special tool that will help us later on. I see. I'm putting my drink down. Yeah, I took a little sip. Okay, I, I spit that out. Enthusiasm. It's, spit it's that out. <laughs> yeah, you, don't, you don't. You haven't earned that yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Edo gets his three heroes out. He tributes them. He summons Dogma Guy, big fucker, whatever. He has his card that he activates called Clock Tower Prison. That mm-hmm. essentially, it's a it's a clock. Uh, every time his turn ends, the hands advance by three hours. I don't think in mm-hmm. this duel he ever explains what happens. He just says something good happens when it reaches midnight again. Whatever that means. It doesn't do that, does it? It never, I, it, it just do, never he, happens. No, it uh, does it. He gets to its effect, but I don't remember and don't care what it does. It yeah, does yeah I, I just, I saw a wow cool clock and then immediately forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, um, DD gets his turn though, doesn't he? Yeah. Mm, uh, it's time for D. He is able to bring out <laughs> Destiny Hero Plasma. That, that sucks. It, it's the, mm-hmm. it's design is, it's a lot. It, it, oh, this, oh, the design fucking rules. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it's got, like, a crab claw, but the crab claw is a dragon head. It kind of reminds me of, like, the season four dual armor. Uh, I mean, it it like, looks um, like a flame wingman, but fucked up and vampire. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, Sarah, please um, tell Dan in the audience what this guy is called for us. So, like, remember back in season zero? Mm-hmm. Whenever, um... Little Yugi was going through Death T, Kaiba's fucking Kaiba zone that he'd set up to kill people. And they actually, this might have been like a manga exclusive thing, but I definitely talked about it. And they had to like solve a fucked up puzzle, the solution to which was blood, like the word blood, but spelt wrong. Yeah. This is like on sort of tier with that because this guy is called Blood D. B L O O dash D. Blue D. He's called Bloody. 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 Blue this guy fucking rules. I love this guy. Yeah, they say Blue Bloody D in the, in the actual. They they actually. <laughs> Call blimey, governor. Yeah, get the Blue fucking Ron Weasley bloody hell voice clip. Bloody hell. He also skips God. leg day. He's never done leg day in his life. His legs are fucking twigs compared to his jacked upper half. Listen, like you doesn't need it. Like you listen. If you've got, there's only one thing you need to attend to the D. That's true. When your um, wings are like the size of your entire body, you don't need legs. Yeah, he got a a, a rib removed so that he could make his wings bigger. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, I'm not going to unpack that. So, he's got this attack called Vengeful Rain. What he does is he absorbs monsters and steals the attack points from them. Uh, it's... It's like fucking relinquished hours again, but this time yes. I like to see it. I actually, this is this rules. I love yeah. this. This is a monster that makes it rain blood and has like nasty little guys trapped in its wings. Yeah, I'm all here for it. Yeah, he can he can fucking slurp you. He can slurp you. Mm-hmm. I just think that like because the most sexual part of this monster is that it's called the ultimate D. Like so, it's got that horny energy, but I don't have to see like a fucking waggling penis out of the front of yeah, it like he, I did with really. He's not throbbing. What a concept. He's not he's just called the ultimate D, but he doesn't look like an ultimate D. And yeah. I'm I mean I'm he does look the, he he does look like the ultimate D if the ultimate D and the D stand for Dracula, but 
alas. I yeah. guess he's the ultimate yeah. Dracula. Ah, ah, ah. Devil, Dracula. Uh, D can mean many things. D, D means many so things Aster for many people. Aster is reduced to 400 life points from this. Yeah, he's in fucking, he's dead. He's like gonna die soon, and Dee says as much. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, uh, I also yeah. um, noted at this point that, um, like, Judai and we cut to, uh, for like a second to Judai and Kenzan, like, they're on the island and, like, Edo's mm, boat is gone. So, from this clip, I spent the rest of the episode being like, oh, this means that Judai and Kenzan are gonna show up to this jewel at some uh, point. No. <laughs> no, they don't. No. Nope. Uh-uh. They're just, they're uh. just like, oh, anyway, moving on. Not gonna ruin my day about it. Yeah. That could have ruined my day. Well, regardless. Uh, uh, regardless. This is when Edo gets to play Pot of Greed. Yes. Aha! Yay. What do we got, lads? I have made myself a nice cup of tea, which has gone cold by this point because we've been uh, recording for 47 minutes, but it was tea. really nice during the... <gasps> Thank you for the tea. Ultimate tea. What kind of tea that's, was yeah, it? That's, that's me. Yeah, what kind of tea is it? It's just fucking, like, it's the fucking Belfast brew. It's just, like, mm. it's like breakfast tea, like, builder's tea, like, whatever. It's just, it's, like, the it, shitty British tea that everyone drinks, like, all the time that it is, like, the in ul- your blood The ultimate bee. The ultimate bee. Alright. <laughs> what about you, what? Dan? I'm drinking, uh, well, because of the big white hole, I was inspired to seek out a white wine for this. So... I got. I'm really worried you're gonna say dragon come again. No, no. Uh, Is that the ultimate day? Whoa. Well. Mm. <laughs> oh, what do you hope to? It's the ultimate nut. But anyways, uh, <laughs> I've got Cantina Zaccadini, uh Pinot Grigio. God bless you. Hmm. Hmm. Fancy. It's very good. Pinot Digio. Pinot Digio. Dino Digio. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice taste. Uh, I'm having mm, good. I like Pinot Grigio. Uh, I'm having water that I squirted a whole bunch of caffeine juice into because I've had a headache all day long, and caffeine helps me feel good. I didn't know the you could get city. a caffeine juice. Uh, it's like you know Mio little like juice squirtums. Oh, it's like that. They have those that have a little bit of caffeine inside. It's like Mio Energy. Damn. I don't use it for energy. I use it because. You know, my body is broken. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, so is Edo's, by the way. He's getting fucked up. Uh, yeah. Um, he's in the shits. Like, nothing works on the Ultimate D. He's just getting, like, blood rained on him. Which, I mean, it looks very cool in metal, but, like... Oh, yeah, when eh. he does that attack, he says bloody fear, which is, like... I, I, I forget who... I think it was Danny in the Discord the other night who mentioned it. Uh, where... It was like, could be a Konami reference, Bloody Tears, yeah. like Castlevania. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. Maybe, maybe not, but Konami owns both of them, and it's you know very much vampire gothic themed, so I like to believe it's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, uh, he also like gets like some, some of his big monsters out, like Dreadmaster, to protect him, and they're barely able to hold out. Uh, he uses this weird variant of Pot of Greed called, uh, Greed Pact? Yeah. yeah. I, I noticed that because I was like, 
do we drink at variants? Are we going to have to start drinking at variants like later on in the show whenever Pot of Greens get less there? I think if... Like the future of Shot of Greed is in doubt at this card. You, you think that if we have to like subscribe to the Pot of Greed cinematic universe, you mean? Yeah, like do we drink at the PCU or just at the P? I think <laughs> Ultimate P. Uh, nice. Every time, maybe every time a card is played and we can like see the pot of greed on the card, because that that's like a thing in perpetuity. Mm. I think that can be mm. like a half drink, maybe. Okay, just a little sippy. A little, a little sippy. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, the the whole fucking deal at this part is that yeah. DD has a card called D Force. And whenever D-Force is the top card of his deck, uh, he is unable to be affected by any, like, monster, trap, or magic effects. And his whole deck is essentially rigged, not rigged, like, set up in such a way that he is always able to send D-Force to the top of his deck, so he always has that effect up. And it's like, a, you know, Edo can't really deal with the strategy at all until mm-hmm. he draws a card. He hears his father's voice, tells him not to give up. Uh, yeah, he draws because a card. At, at this point, I was like, oh my god, Edo's dad's voice is, like, talking to him from beyond the groove. This is some unhinged shit. And then I immediately spat out my cereal because, like, the rest of the episode happens. Yeah! And this, that, this, that, the threat, that, the stuff, yeah. yeah when, but, when everything is unhinged shit, nothing is. Yeah. <laughs> So this was normal, actually. This is so normal. Uh, we we see the final D hero, Dark Angel. It's his father's final gift. This card kind of sucks shit on the surface because it's one star with zero attack and zero defense. But it's the ultimate D's ultimate weakness. Yeah. And yeah, there's like a flashback to like when it, his dad like giving him the card. Um, and it's like, it's like basically like the ultimate D, but like instead of a devil, it's an angel. And I think it's called Destiny Hero Angel or some shit. Yeah, Dark Angel. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like it it just, it seems like it was designed specifically to counter the ultimate D. It it, it was, it was. And the flashback even says as much where it's like, Mm -hmm. ah, it's dangerous, but we gotta get it, gotta kill somehow. The Um, D's were dangerous. (laughs) Dangar. So Dangar. <laughs> he sends Dark Angel to the graveyard, which sends it to the top of DD's deck. D Force's power gets sealed. He plays Dark City, which is, you know, the equivalent of Judai's hero. Skyscraper, City. Yeah. but not Sky it's it's skyscraper parentheses derogatory. Right. Uh that's also what the D stands D's for. D's for derogatory. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um He's able to damage DD and bloody with this uh and dd's like edo you can see your father right now and like every fucking soul that he's (laughs) killed with bloody appears within its wings like this is rad oh yeah i fucking this is some full metal alchemist shit this is some fucking full metal alchemist shit like full metal alchemist it turned full metal plasma can absorb human souls and that's right we get to see like the soul of that guy who uh doctor collector collector we get to see Dan Dan Yeah. Where where do the souls come from? Oh they're in the tub. They're they're he absorbs them when defeating enemies in duels. Uh so so the the, the so like and is it implied that these are people he has killed? I there's well, they wouldn't say that, but you can assume that. It's fair to assume. So they basically they there's no like they didn't like change a thing to make it 
obvious and apparent that these duelists were not killed to death by this man and his monster. Like, they were just kind of like, were just like, eh, just don't think about it too hard. Did he, they he, just, he beat the duelists? They just don't say the word. They say it, but they don't say the words. God. Fascinating. It's, it's nuts. Uh, and, and he's like, are you going to be able to defeat me even if, you know, it's at the cost of your father's soul? Yeah. His, like, soul, like, pops out of the wing. But he then, like, gives a heroic speech to to Aster. He's, like, he's also explaining that, like, the light of destruction overtook him and the true evil exists in Sartorius. And he's so proud of him. Please save the world for me. Yay. 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 Just, like, but also, like, the whole time he is, like making goopy noises because he's like gooping himself out of the inside of this creature's wing mm-hmm. it's sick as fuck like it's really rad and uh he wins yeah, yeah he, wins. he wins and like Didi whatever fucking he dies <laughs> well Didi fucking dies and Didi also like the fucking like ghost of d that is like haunting him like explodes out from him and like li- like literally explodes out from him yes. because the boat's on fire yeah right? yeah it is a fiery explosion yeah uh yeah. edo picks up the the, the uh, bloody card that's like now empty of the light of destruction but still a fucked up card uh yeah. dd gets up and yells about how he's a chosen hero as like he gets consumed by flames he's got a slightly yep. different line which is i oh, shall sure. return again I i'm sure I don't you think will buddy. So, buddy i don't fucking think so buddy <laughs> have fun being alive <laughs> bye bitch yeah, and then Shepard comes by with the rescue helicopter, and yep, uh, Aster is saved. Yay! Yay! And he says, "Sartorius, here I come." Yeah, if this is like this is not the finale of season two, there are six more episodes, and presumably Judai and Edo are gonna duel Dio, and I can't fucking wait for that. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait. GX is so good. Oh. Oh. God, yeah, this is the this is this is the end of our two episodes that we watched today. Um Listeners. Uh hey. Dan and I, before Max joined the call, we agreed that we should have a very special segment on this episode. Okay, I am also agreeing, unless it's at my expense, in which case I well, will also agree. It is at your expense. We just okay, really good. want to hear about your new dog. Please tell us. Oh shit, today. okay. So I got a doggy. His name is Jimmy. It's spelled J-I-M-E-E. Uh, Jimmy! He is, I think, using my extensive knowledge of um, dog. I used to be a dog <laughs> for several years, so I'm decently uh, certified to the know that... The D is for dog. The D is for dog. I'm pretty sure he is part Chihuahua, part Australian Shepherd. Uh, you can see the chihuahua in his face. You can see the Australian Shepherd and the everything else. He's also pretty mm-hmm. small. He's like he's a seventeen pound puppy. He's a little uh, guy. He's a little guy, and I say he's a puppy, but he's not. He's a five year old adult man. Um, but you couldn't tell because he doesn't have a single freaking gray hair on him. He has big old puppy dog eyes. He's so cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's getting better. Like he used to be really afraid of our stairwell at first, but now he just goes no problem. He's able to like walk through the door no problem. He doesn't like kind of get wary. Um, he, he, I don't, so he was a stray. We got him through a rescue organization. I don't know how long he was a stray for. And he's only like, they've only had him for like a couple of weeks because like they got him and then they neutered him and gave him his shots and whatnot. And then like he was with his foster for like a week before we adopted him. 
Um, he doesn't know his own name. He doesn't know any commands. I don't know how long he was a stray for. He's he's a free spirit. Uh, you can say his name. You can say whatever you want to. Him. He just kind of stares at you blankly. But his his biggest trait is that he wants to cuddle all the time, literally oh. all the time. Oh. He will he will walk up to you and he will put his paws on you, and just like stare at you. <laughs> He'll just like put his two tiny little paws on. Like he just wants to hold your hand sometimes. It's so cute. It's so cute. I do need to get him some of that like paw rejuvenator stuff because his paws are very uh, scratchy right now. Mm. But oh my gosh, he's so, so cute. Like I can just lift him up and he'll just sit on the couch with me and he'll lay down and he'll just like he he's been like laying on his back more, like showing us his tummy. Oh. Um, he's very fluffy. He's very soft. He's a very sweet boy. I'm so happy for uh, Jimmy. I love I'm happy him. For G- I love him too. Uh. I don't really know what else there is to say. Like he, he's oh, he's also so quiet. He, he there's two noises he makes. One when he whines, when like Katie leaves or something, and two like sometimes if he sees a dog when we're walking, he'll like growl a tiny bit, but he doesn't do anything. Like yesterday, we were walking, I was taking him to a field, and this big old dog runs up to him and starts sniffing him, and like he growled a tiny bit, but he didn't like really react. Like he he didn't freak out or bark or anything. He was like okay, like. Mm. So I don't know what his reflex is, but, like, he's very well-behaved despite not knowing a fucking word. <laughs> um, he's just, he's a special little guy. Just, like, he, perfect, perfect podcasting dog. I know. He, he I like, I podcast at my desk, and, like, honestly, I could have him, like, sitting in the little cubby of my desk underneath, and, like, no one would be able to tell because he's that quiet. No. Like, he just, he doesn't bark. I don't know if he mm. can bark. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe he'll figure it out. Uh, I kind of hope he doesn't. But you know, <laughs> it, it, that, 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 that's his business, not mine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much all I have on Jimmy. He's a sweet boy. Um, I'll be sure to post more photos because I have so many photos of Jimmy by now. <laughs> but yeah, I'll have to like turn uh, Instagram notifications for your story back on. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I'm, I'm just gonna exclusive scoop on the only patrons channel. I'm just gonna post whatever latest photo of Jimmy I have on my phone. He's so he's such a distinguished little gentleman. Look at him. Look so at his nice. little sock. I- Look at this distinguished gentleman. I'm the way his ears bend. Uh, I know, he has the Yoda ears. Very polite, yes. He is very polite. <sighs> okay, thank you thank you for your Jimmy fact segment. Yeah, that was Max's puppy corner. Thank you, Max's puppy corner. Uh, we questions. Uh, we have some questions in Discord. We have one on Let Twitter. Let me check Twitter. I, uh, do you want to give us our Twitter question? Yeah. Dan? Okay, so. Cat girl hurdlings through space. At Kitty Cat Herder asks, Would a vampire die from the starlight coming from a white hole if it's not our sun? Or does it specifically have to be sunlight? I think it has to be proximity. I think I think it has to be sunlight from the sun. It, from our sun specifically? Yeah, from, from our sun or like sun that has, you know, it's not more than like eight minutes away, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, after eight minutes, the photons stop carrying the energy. I like, like the idea of a vampire being transported to an alien planet where their sun is a little bit further away and just being totally fine being out in the light. I think that, like, okay, if we're going to get into, like, you know, if we're talking about kind of like a Gundam style, like, we start colonizing space, I think uh-huh. that the vampires in this universe, which are real, like, which the vampires real, could, and like... his name is Paptus Sirocco. Yeah, the vampires... Listen, Paptimus Sarko, like, lives in space. He's a vampire. He probably lives on, like, fucking Mars or some shit. He sleeps in a fucking coffin, I bet. 
Yeah, and like he's probably fine to go out into the daylight on Mars for like a little bit longer than he would be like on Earth. And fuck it, like I think if you know if we're talking talking speaking of white holes, if you go all the way out to Uranus, vampires could probably just walk around out yeah, there. Yeah, probably. Uranus. The light's not a, strong enough. Uranus is a gas giant; they wouldn't be able to walk on it. Pluto, though, they could. They're, they're vampires. Like they are gas Damn, sometimes. True. <laughs> That's right. I they think, turn into a swarm. They turn into a swarm of bats and fly around. Uranus is full of vampires. That's my new theory. Yeah. Mm. You better get the ultimate D up in there. Get, get, him, get him out of there. <laughs> sounds like a sound theory. Full, so full circle. I suppose. Ow, I just fucking bit my lip. God. I suppose there's the matter of, like, if these vampires are magical or scientific. Uh, mm, if they're mm. magic vampires, then it has to be the sun. But... Right. Oh yeah, so like, like in the magic, like the sort of um, our like, our conception of the sun as being like the giver of life is like that gives it like a magical property that like you know, but like if it's scientific vampire, then it's just like the wavelength of the photons yeah. is what kills them. Okay, yeah. so mm. let's go into our millennium bag. On yeah, our, our first question is from. Or sorry, did you want to take it down? Uh, yeah, I kind of wanted to take it. Uh. Guan. Our first question comes from Kirby the Cleric, who asks, "Do you think we should bring capes back into fashion in the new twenties?" Yes. 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 Absolutely. Next question. Unanimous. Next question. Uh, let's see. Morshmallon asks, "What's your ideal game for doing a murder? Card game? Board game? Video game? Anything? Mario Party?" Mm. I mean, I do. I do like a good game of like Winky Murder. The fuck is that? It's like the like I don't. It's probably called a different name in America, but it's when like if you sit in like a, it's like a party game and you sit in a big circle, and like one person is tapped as the murderer, and when they wink at someone, like that person dies. Huh. Hmm. That's a like you have one. to lie down, and then it's like the other people are like the detectives, and they have to like figure out who's doing the winking. Cool. I like no? the idea of a thumb war, and the loser fucking dies. <laughs> breaks their fucking thumb. Wait, Marshmallow's talking about real murder. Yeah, so was I. I, <laughs> I was talking about the party game murder. <laughs> well, who, who, how are you going to do a real murder, Sarah? I'll stick with making murder. Yeah, it okay. just actually kills them this time. Uh, Very sad. No, 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 it's it's the party game, like, ring of fire, and I pour poison into the jug in the center, oh, no. and I hope I don't draw the final king. Like, I've rigged the game so that the person I want to murder draws the final king and they drink the poison. I see. You hate to see it. Manchame Blunder asks, If you had to give one Yu-Gi-Oh character the death note, who would you give it to? I'd give it to Kaiba and see what fucking happens. <laughs> I was gonna say, I think it would be... I mean, if we could... I feel like if you gave it to Bastion, then death note, like, from death note would just happen. Who is the most comrade? <laughs> Fucking Alexis? No, mm, Alexis is a, Ken- seems like a bit of a lib. Kenzon? Yeah, that sounds mm. right. I'd give it to Kronos. <laughs> Kronos, dude, I would die in the first episode. Oh, Kronos, if, if he had it. I think I'd give it to Judai because Judai could barely write, and he would just keep his like Geo Monsters cards in it. What's well, that's the problem? I want to give it to someone who would actually use it. Yeah, Kaiba then. It'd be, it'd be Kaiba's the funniest answer. 
like and then people would start dying who just like didn't had people who had never bought a deal monsters card or deck yeah. would just die yeah god what and nice then, like, like there'd be like a like a sort of like internet remove around be like oh my god if you don't like own a deal monsters deck you'll die and then everyone have to buy one that's how he, that's how he gets prosperity yeah non-binary <sighs> left dragon Jin asks which Yu-Gi-Oh! characters do you think have the will of D from One Piece? Make up a One Piece rap for the that? GX characters. I, I mean, you don't do have to. not One Piece. My name is Edo, and I'm here to say my dad got killed in a major way. That's my One Piece rap, thank I you. I mean, you, you can just play the Yu-Gi-Oh! GX OP, and that's the, that's the One Piece rap for it. Uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX! Generation I mean, Next! Game of... The... <laughs> The will of D is just like you have a the initial D in your name, right? Yeah. Though now that I'm thinking of it, so who's <gasps> the most Kronos? Kronos? Uh, huh? Kronos? Kronos D Medici? <gasps> Damn it! Fuck! Oh my God. Holy shit! That's it. Kronos is the wielder of the Dick of Destiny. <laughs> yes. Nanone. Yes. Gorgonzola <laughs> D. But this question does make me wish. <laughs> We got more music to duel by a volume two based on GX characters. If we get, oh my god, what if we made it? We like we do it ourselves as like an extended Patreon call. Yeah, if thousand dollars a month. If we get a thousand dollars a month, we will write and record a a music to duel by for whatever like up to the Yu Gi Oh season that we're on at that point in time. (laughs) Sounds like a good sign up to the Kaiba tier to make it happen immediately. Oh yeah, Uh that's how it works. You would. Well, anyways, um, let's see. Another Kirby the Cleric ask: Do you think Duke Devlin refers to himself as the ultimate D in private? Yes, I think, I think he re- his he boyfriend. Straight. Fuck, who was Duke Devlin's boyfriend? I don't. Does Duke Devlin have a boyfriend? I feel like he does. Is it Joey? I I feel like I remember shipping Duke Devlin with someone in. But I cannot for the life of me remember who that was. I feel like it would have been Joey. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what I was going to say that he probably doesn't refer to himself, but like Joey refers to him as the ultimate G these days. Yeah. He refers to himself as the ultimate gamer. Yeah. The ultimate yeah. G. Ultimate, the ultimate G. G. For gamer. Um, let's see. The G is for gamer. That's right. Time Wizard Girl asks. How do you feel that white hole energy is the root of all that's wrong with the world? And also posted post Farquad White. Uh, yeah, white. my answer is my answer is Farquad White. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was gonna say the one thing that the D is not for is decolonization. Yeah. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, Xbox. That's today. Oh, yeah, happy reporting. Indigenous oh that's right. Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, Xbox. Fuck! I need to buy those watercolors from Beam Paints. Uh, and we'll do that later. Um, Jane Sionine asks... Shonen. Oh, Shonen? Is that how it's pronounced? Okay. Oh my god. Your knowledge is coming in handy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god, Shonen. You call me Shonen? Asks, what would you do if your dad's soul got trapped in the ultimate D? I mean, I feel like I'd have no choice but to do what Edo did, right? Yeah. Set, set my father I'd free. I'd pay the troll toll and give my dad's soul. To free my dad's soul? Yeah. <laughs> free your dad's soul from the white hole. 
Good. Uh, Hornmeister asks, what breed of dogs hate vampires the most? Ooh, that's a tough one. Because, as we know, uh, some vampires really love killing dogs. So... Yeah, I was gonna say, it's, it's Boston Terriers. Yeah, yeah. It's because of all the vampires up in Boston. Well, Dini also, they got a grudge from what uh, Dio's made into Iggy. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's true. Streets of Boston were never the same. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not after Egypt. Not after Egypt. And Time Wizard Girl asks, who is the hottest vampire in fiction? And I believe we already implied who it is. It's Dio. It's Dio in a it's, fucking walk. It's Dio, but I, 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 you know, I do got to give, well... I, I'm not giving Marco from Heartspell a contender here, but Marco from Heartspell is the most gamer vampire in fiction, uh, so... Uh-huh. He does have that Latin I'm... pride, and I respect that. <laughs> this is true. Uh, Hell yeah. Real <laughs> recognize real. Yeah. Uh, also up there is, like, Castlevania Dracula. Now that's a daddy... That's a daddy vampire. Yeah, fucking mm. Alucard. That's a D. That's a Dracula. That's yeah. a D, indeed. I... Uh, and that's all our qu- that's our cues. Yep. That's our cue. Yeah. Good work, everyone. This is maybe one of- this is one of the more unhinged episodes we've done. It was this has been great. Um <laughs> white hole. Damn fun time. You good, Sarah? No, I'm taking white white hole on the ultimate team. It's <laughs> <laughs> still really getting me here. Uh it's fuck. fucking funny. Folks, we've been pod of greed. The um 56th highest ranked podcast in Vietnamese Apple Podcasts comedy chart and the 249th highest ranked podcast in the Apple comedy podcast chart Sweden. Um, if you're from Sweden or Vietnam, start rating and reviewing us. If you're from other countries, uh, you have to get like a, a a thing to like change your location to Sweden or Vietnam and then start ranking and reviewing us. Or get us higher um, in your respective charts. Yeah, yeah. The powers in, in We your need hands. more country. We need to amass more countries we're on the charts of. Yeah, yeah, think of how think of how long our intro will be and how fucking funny it'll be if we're on like yeah. five different countries' leaderboards. I'm gonna say it all in one breath every single time, every or while single someone time. else will. <laughs> one of us is gonna have to. Someone's gonna have to do it. Uh, obligatory. Um, yeah. So yeah, you know, rate and review us and all stuff. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Pot of Greedcast. Join our Discord by going to kaiba.online or clicking any links in our descriptions and stuff like that. You can also give us money if you go to patreon.com forward slash pod of greed. Uh, we're still waiting for someone to sign up on that set of Kaiba tier at like $16,000 a month so that they can get max feet. We picks. might have to increase and it so because that... we have more hosts than when we wrote it. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, well, yeah we'll make sure to do that. Um, yeah. So that so, we can so then... don't 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 go joining before we can change it. That would be so yeah, embarrassing for us. That that would be rather uh, scundering. Um, fuck. Where am I? What are we doing? Oh yes, at the at the two dollar and above tier, you we will you you can hear our bonus episodes that we record and release monthly. Uh, at the five dollar tier, you can listen in live. You can also vote on anything that we want people to vote in, which so far has been like one thing, but maybe we'll have more in the future. At the ten dollar tier, we will send you physical products. Uh, this the window for signing up to that has now closed for this year, I believe. 
Um, but so we will be sending the people that we read out at the break uh, ferret plushies this year. Mm-hmm. Ferret um, fat nuts. Hmm? Ferret fat nuts. Ferret fat nuts. I'm so excited to stitch little fat nuts onto each oh, little ferret. So that you I really are going to do that, huh? Oh, but I'm fucking going to do that. And also at the $5 tier, we will shout you out. Take it away, Max. Thank you to our $5 patrons, who are Colton Crow, Emery, Joel Thomas, Morg Haunting the Morgue, Riley Hopkins, and Draven. Thank you all so much. Mwah. Thank you so much, Mr. Frendo. Um, Some of y'all are listening right now? Yeah. yeah. Uh, plugs? Yeah. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places, and you can find all those places at LinkTR dot ee slash big underscore challenges and uh that includes my twitter bigger challenge you can listen to all of my different podcasts which include the sonic shuffle a sonic lore podcast uh i'm gonna say this here because i need to remember to say it when we record on thursday but we're starting a little fanfic writing thing uh to celebrate our 69th episode when it comes out uh you can listen to video games the movie the podcast uh this month we're going to talk about resident evil and we're going to have morgan curse going on to talk about it you can listen to strangers fiction an actual play podcast focused on one shots you can listen to chill bleed michael reynolds auditory Horrorland, a new podcast that i am doing limited run uh, with my friends, uh, Giga and John. We're gonna talk, we, I need to finish editing, uh, the second episode, which covers two separate things. Uh, it, it's really good. I cannot recommend it enough. It's, uh, please listen. Uh. Dan, can I, I'm putting up my hand. Yeah, that's it. You- I still don't know what Chill Bleed, like, what is, what is, oh, it's- what is that about? Oh, it's about a Dreamcast. Uh, horror game called Illbleed. I say horror okay. very lightly. It's it's more weird than scary. It's I very see. funny too. Hmm. Um, like this podcast. Yeah. Uh, and like this piece. Yeah. Ah! And last but not least, visit at Xbox underscore Holiday. Us who celebrates holidays with Xbox. Uh, uh, Happy Indigenous Peoples Day, Xbox. Hell yeah. Our, Yes. All right, so Max. Hi, I'm Max. You can go to twitter.com at maxibajillion to check my bullshit out. I got some other podcasts. One of those is called Wow Cool Robot, a Gundam podcast. That's on Twitter at Wow Cool Podcast. Uh, me and my friends Jay and Julia are talking about Gundam Wing. It's very 90s. It's very on the nose. Every character's named after a fucking number. And also Dio is there too. What a concept. Um, hmm. My other other show is called Slappers Only. It's a video game music showdown podcast. Uh, that's at slappersonlypod.com or slappersonlypod on Twitter. And we and my friend Jordan talk about a video game music. We pick a different video game every two weeks. Our next episode will be on Splatoon 2 because it's Squid Game. Do you get yeah. it? Sarah, what about you? Oh, like I, I actually, I've been watching Squid Game and I watch it. And I'm like, this is Yu-Gi-Oh to me. Ah. Hi, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that at at Sarah and the costumes. And I'll post pictures of cosplays and shit like that. 
Uh, oh yeah, I also do other podcasts. Uh, one of them is about Tintin. You can go to tintinpodcast.com to find that. and Or you can go to narrowtohedge.band to find my uh, Naruto D-Watch podcast, which, to be honest, I'm not. I'm going to be real. I, I, we've kind of stopped doing that because none of us have like matching schedules. Very sad. Very sad. That's it. Bye. Uh, I set myself... Hmm, what's a funny way to end this episode? I set myself face down right into a white hole. Ah, well, I set myself D up and, you know, the white hole comes to me. Whoa! <laughs> I bend over and spread my white hole. Be you angel, and we sit naked. Good night, everyone. You think Sartorius gets a bleach? Yes. Shut the fuck up! Greatest song in the world, no. This is just a tribute.